wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! It may be because he's Swiss, I don't know, in terms of European style. I can take you to Superman City tonight, bitch. Can you say the alphabet backwards? That is backwards. You're not funny and nobody likes you. This ain't Monday Night Raw! This fight's right! It's Wrestle Rant Radio. Welcome back, folks, to Wrestle Rant Radio here today, October 13th, 2015. I am Graham Giusin Matthews, sitting alongside the one, the only, the person I'm going to TLC with in just two months away. Today's October 13th, December 13th. We are Boston-bound Beverly, baby. Uh, not bought, we are in Beverly. Boston-bound, baby. We're TLC. Tables, ladders, and chairs, the one, the only, at RJ underscore Marceau. RJ, how's it going tonight? Doing good tonight, Graham. Can't wait for TLC, baby. Woo! Woo! TLC is going to be nice. It won't be a hot, steamy poop. It's going to be. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be nice. I don't care who's on the card. I don't care if it's Corporate Kane versus Big Show in the main event. It's going to be. I mean, okay, maybe not that match, but it's going to be a great show. Yes. Regardless. Um, speaking of which, though, we are joined here on the show for the first time in two weeks. We've got a guest host here on Wrestle Rant Radio here tonight. We've got Clark. Clark, how's it going tonight, dude? Uh, pretty good. Pretty excited for TLC as well, even though I will not be in attendance, but I will be watching for nine ninety nine on the WWE Network. There you go, my friend. And I know for a fact that you watched last week NXT TakeOver. Is that correct? Absolutely. I mean, how could I not miss it? It's NXT TakeOver respect. Historic night indeed. Like we said before, we, as much as you are, are huge fans of Chad Gable. Ready, willing, and RJ? Gable. There we go. Let's see if we yeah. can split this. Let's see if we can split this up here. I'll say the first part. We'll have Clark say the second part, and RJ, you finish it off. We'll All do right. that, okay? So ready, willing, and Gable. There we go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Future tag team champions. I like Jason Jordan too, by the way. <laughs> I love Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. They had a really good match last week. We'll talk about that match in a few minutes. Um, but on the subject of NXT, before we get into the hot, steamy poop that was Raw last night and the great TakeOver special from last Wednesday, let's talk about some breaking... I mean, it's not really breaking news because it happened on Thursday. But James Storm from TNA is now in WWE, not officially signed with the company, but he showed up last week at the NXT tapings, quickly defeated some job guy, and um, he is here in WWE, so a great move. You know, RJ, I was texting you. I was marking the hell out last Thursday, and I was texting you, sorry about your damn luck. And I was waiting on Wednesday. You know, I showed up to your place for With takeover. Beer money shirt on. Wearing, wearing my beer money shirt. I'm like, is he going to come out and super kick Asuka, or is he going to come out and beat up Dana Brooke? Or like, what's going on? Where is he fitting into the show? And he didn't show up, but he did show up on Thursday, though, going nuts. So it was great. So, RJ, I'll start with you. What were your thoughts when you saw that James Storm showed up in NXT. That was good. Uh, James Storm, one of the bigger names for TNA, uh, that f finally came over to the to the good side, not on the dark side anymore, coming to WWE. And um, I think he was one of the guys that WWE should have considered coming over since he's been a big name at TNA for over 10 years now. So um, it's good to see James Storm in NXT. I don't 
no, like, obviously it hasn't, like, officially signed yet. Um, but it's good to see another, like, not independent, but another star that people actually know about coming into the company, building that brand of NXT, and just, he's going to have some great, if he signs, he'll have some kick-ass match on NXT, I'm still waiting for the official Johnny Gargano signing. <laughs> besides that, love to see James on NXT. What's the hashtag for this week, RJ? Hashtag Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Wrestling. I thought it was Sign Johnny, but that's Sign right. Johnny Wrestling is the hashtag. <laughs> love it. But James Storm, like I told you last Wednesday, um, they of course I, I'm I'm thinking about it now. They couldn't have him debut on Wednesday. They needed to wash off that TNA stench. <laughs> takes a little while. Takes a little while to just wash and take the bar of soap. You don't smell like TNA anymore. Let's get back out there. And he debuts on Thursday. So they did a little power wash as our I heard, heard they had Bill Demont come back and power wash James Storm <laughs> just to get that stench off him. Get the TNA stench off of James Storm. But like I said, I mean, I was very, I mean, I guess I wasn't too, too surprised, but I was very fearful, very afraid they were not going to let him use the James Storm name because it's a TNA thing. And it's not like Samoa Joe where when he came out on, I don't know, the, the, his debut match is next Wednesday, so we'll find out then. But when Joe debuted back at TakeOver in, um, back in May, like, oh, my God, it's Samoa Joe, the world-renowned Samoa Joe. And not just, I mean, Josh Matthews took exception to it. Like, how are they ignoring TNA when they just said that everyone knows who he is? It's because he was in Ring of Honor before he was in TNA. So, and they acknowledge that Ring of Honor exists. Um, but with James Storm, he's never been anywhere major other than TNA. So I'm very anxious to see how they, um, how they mention, how they bring him in next Wednesday. And they did say on the WWE.com website, former heavyweight champion. And that title is the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, which they bought, obviously, by the way, we, we didn't talk about it last week, is now vacant due to Matt Hardy stripping and being stripped of the title, whatever. The whole world title series, which is complete garbage. We won't spend any time on TNA today because TNA's in the shitter, but, uh, we will spend time talking about James Storm and TakeOver. So, Clark, what were your thoughts on James Storm showing up at NXT last week? Uh, well, uh, first off, I was in the library working on some homework stuff, you know, and taking a break. I was like, I'm going to go check Twitter, all that stuff. As I'm scrolling through, I see NXT posting stuff saying, at James Storm brand makes a surprise appearance at NXT. And I almost screamed, like, really <laughs> loud. Uh, but I really had to, like, control, like, like contain myself. But, yeah, just like you, I was marking out as well. Because I, because it's James Storm in the WWE. You know, it's almost as big as when Joe made his debut back in May. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I never thought we would see it coming. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. plus, you know, uh, with Joe, he was, like, uh, kind of like the first kind of TNA original, I guess, to uh, come in and use the Samoa Joe name. And now here comes James Storm, another TNA original, using uh, the James Storm name, which is a TNA brand, like you mentioned. So that's kind of interesting as well. Yeah, I think it's something, it's very unprecedented, like you said. They've never done it before, other than with that guy named Phil Brooks. I don't know what his name was, uh, CM something. CM, oh, he used his yeah. real name t 10 years ago. So um, they're, they're finally dealing with somebody new, Samoa Joe, James Storm. Like I said, not officially signed, but if he was to sign, they're not going to give him a new name when he comes back. It's not going to be like Billy Thunder or something like that. Kid loves Billy Thunder. He's <laughs> been pitching it for a week. <laughs> pitching it for a week. It's a great name, Billy Thunder. Brandon Harris. <laughs> Brandon Harris. <laughs> uh, of all the former James Storm tag team partners they can bring into NXT, 
Brandon Harris. Brayden Walker. Brayden Walker. There you go. Brayden Walker. <laughs> Gunner. Oh God, I hope not. They were not bringing. They were not being a man as Gunner. He's not big enough. But they're Gunner. They're what a name. Billy Thunder. Billy Thunder. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be under Billy Thunder. Gunner is. But they have to bring in Bobby Roode. Beer money, baby. Hey. And Clark, what did you say to last week? It's gonna be Soda Influence, correct? What? It's gonna be. What, what's the name of their tag team? Gonna be Alcohol Influence. No, Alcohol Currency. Alcohol Currency. There you go. That's what their tag team name is going to be in WWE yeah. in NXT. Um, but would love to see it. Root is another guy that I feel like has what WWE is looking for. He's got the look. And it, age is not an issue. Balor, Joe, Atami, who is Owens, all Owens these guys. Old. What? Owens isn't old. He's like 31. But they're in their 30s, is what I'm saying. James Storm's 38. Yeah, I know, but they're in their 30s. <laughs> they're in their 30s. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because they're between 21 and 29. I know, I know, I know. But but they're all in their 30s. All right, Triple H. <laughs> Triple H is in his 40s. So hey, Triple H. Stings in his 50s. Hey, Triple H invested in a TNA power washer where you can wash off the TNA stench within a couple hours. So that's a good investment on Triple H's part. Okay. But I think it'd be great if they brought in Bobby Roode. And I'd like to see Bobby Roode that, in the next day. That contract, TNA, their, their money is running up dry. So. I'd like to see him bring in Austin Aries, too. Oof, that'd be great. I, I tweeted last week after, <laughs> after I found out the news. I tweeted that baby at WrestleRant. Follow now. I tweeted Austin Aries, Bobby Roode, and the phenomenal one. AJ. A, there you go, Clark. AJ Styles. Would love to see the phenomenal one in NXT. Could you imagine at the next TakeOver special, TakeOver... Be the night before SummerSlam next year, AJ Styles versus Chad Gable for the NXT Championship. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! We, we need this match now. We need. Hey Triple H, if you're listening to this, hey, get AJ on. Get AJ, please. <laughs> and he is listening. Seriously. Triple H is listening to the show too. Yeah. It's confirmed. I know that for a fact. He was. You saw his family. Your 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 parents saw Triple H yeah, having did. dinner, and you're like, hey. Why don't you listen to WrestleRant Radio every Tuesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time, live365.com, backslash stations, backslash ECTV73. And he's like, oh, listen, damn it. No, that's Vince. I don't know. I can't do a Triple H voice, but he does listen to the show. So hashtag book it. Chad Gable, AJ Styles for the NXT title next year. But like I said before, going back to what we were originally on, James Storm and NXT. I like it. I like it. It's got a sign. So. Another big sign. Big if they sign him, yeah. If they sign him. But hopefully if they sign him, they come up with a new theme for him, and it, and it starts with, sorry about your damn luck. I'm going to proceed to lose my shit. So that was great, but that was only 24 hours removed after NXT TakeOver last Wednesday, which was equally excellent. RJ, I'll start with you. Your initial impressions of the show. Did it live up to the expectations? Did it live up to the hype? Is it another great TakeOver special for the NXT brand by WWE? That's a clown question, Graham. It's a clown question. Amazing takeover. <laughs> I loved it. I didn't think there was really one bad match on the card. Asuka and Dan Brooke was probably the one blemish on the card. But besides that, the tag team matches were good. Um, trying to think who else. I'm trying to think. Uh, Paulo Cruz, Tyler Breeze. Paulo Cruz, Tyler Breeze. It was all right. I knew Paulo Cruz was going to win. I would say that was the, the quote-unquote worst match. Probably, yeah, probably the worst match. But um, And then they also had Bailey and Sasha in the main event, which was great. Um, just another great NXT pay-per-view, pretty much. It's pretty much what it is, and um, I'm not I'm not worried that they're gonna come out with anything bad. They haven't came out with one bad yet. No. They always have good wrestling, and it's focused on the wrestling, not these stupid, stupid storylines that make no sense if you don't care about. It's all about the wrestling. 
I think they just need a couple more individuals to make it even better. But I thought the tag team with the tag teams it was actually pretty amazing. So tag team matches, very well said, RJ. Tag team matches were all very good. The women's match, very good. The first one, Asuka, Dana Brooke, um, a lot better than I thought. I mean, not because of Asuka, but I thought because of Dana Brooke, it might not be all that great. But it was actually a very good match. Apollo Crews, Tyler Breeze. I think the. I mean, we'll talk about all these matches in depth in a minute. But um, it was a good match. Could have used more build. The main event, phenomenal. The overall atmosphere of being back at Full Sail. Brooklyn was great being there live. It was a great atmosphere. But the show itself, being back in Full Sail, great night. Women's wrestling, they chanted during the main event. Really good takeover special. So, Chad, or Chad, I'm almost, almost, I'm almost referring to your Twitter name here, Chad, G <laughs> Chad Gable. Um, but, Clark, what, what, is, what were your initial impressions of takeover last week? Another strong takeover. I absolutely loved it, you know? Um, the main event, is, uh, Sasha versus Bailey, uh, I think their takeover match was, was better than their respect one. But it was a historic night for women's wrestling at TakeOver Respect. And, you know, that's something we'll forever be talking about. Absolutely. Etches his name into the history books that main event did. The overall show did, and every single one does. I mean, this is the eighth TakeOver special they've done. They did four last year, including Arrival, and then the four so far this year. And we got one more in December. And listen to this, RJ. It is on the Wednesday after TLC, but before we leave campus i'll be at your place for that can't wait if it's streaming live in like the afternoon because i know it's in england so if it's gonna be live it's gonna be like freaking i don't know four in the afternoon i am still there right. so get your microwave ready rj i'm gonna be popping some popcorn that afternoon of can't december wait. it's gonna be good to be in england oh, oh my god it's gonna be a great show love nxt love and love wrestling tlc that sunday nxt takeover that wednesday Ugh. already pumped already pumped baby Christmas is like an old... That's crazy. That, that, what that, was that? No, that's a good schedule. Say that again? That's a good schedule right there. TLC and then TakeOver. I mean, how could you beat that? Exactly. Man. Solid. Solid schedule. It's going to be nice. It's going to be... A, Christmas right after that. Star Wars 7 is on that Friday, too. That whole week is, like, sexy. You cannot touch that week. But that is two months away. Today is October 13th, not December 13th. So we're going to be talking about TakeOver. Kicking off the show, the semifinals match in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Finn Balor and Samoa Joe defeating the Mechanics, which I thought was a pretty good match. The Mechanics, we have not seen much of them. But um, a very old-school tag team got some props from Edge and Christian a couple weeks ago on the podcast. So you know they're good, um, but I thought they held their own. Weren't squashed like Enzo and Cass were a couple weeks ago by Balor and Joe, which they are, RJ. Losers. They're losers after losing to them in like, <laughs> in like two minutes. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good match. Good stuff. Good way of kicking off the show. People love Finn Balor. And um, we'll talk about Balor and Joe and the future of the NXT title picture in a couple minutes. Um, but yeah, good way of kicking off the show. I thought the mechanics held their own. Balor and Joe, a star-studded tag team. And um, yeah, very good match. So, Clark, what were your thoughts on the initial opening tag team match tonight? Balor and Joe versus the mechanics. Uh, I really enjoyed the match. The uh, uh, team of Wilder and Dawson... Uh, you know, you don't see them on NXT as much, so you don't really know much about them. But they really, like, proved themselves as being, like, really tough in the ring. And they kind of remind me of uh, Arn Anderson and Tully Blankard a little bit. I mean, that's my opinion. Um, but, yeah, they're, like you said, they're old school. They, they, wear their, they, they wear their old school jackets and everything, which is pretty cool. 
But, yeah, they're really tough, and I'm glad it wasn't, like, a squash match or anything because they had a lot of offense, and that's what I like to see. So hopefully we see uh, Wilder and Dawson on NXT coming up. Hopefully. Like I said, I feel like the only thing working against them is their lack of exposure on the NXT show because I don't remember seeing them on NXT at all in, like, the past month since this whole tournament yeah. started. Um, but, yeah, I like the comparison with Arn Anderson and the old school guys because that's, that's – I mean, they're not Arn Anderson, but I could definitely see the feel, like the old school feel to the tag team. Are they Arn Anderson? What? Are they like Arn Anderson? Yeah, Arn Anderson, and they're just old school guys. The old school guys. Love them. Four horsemen. They're, they're the next four horsemen. What are they? Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson? Never was a fan of Scott Dawson when he was in a tag team with, um, I forgot, maybe it was... Angelo like, Dawkins? Was that, was no, that was, who was Jason Jordan used to be with? Uh, Ty Dellinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was Jordan Dillinger. Yeah, it was Dawson and someone else like two years ago though. It was a while ago. And Lafort, Sawyer Fulton. What was it? Sawyer Fulton or no? Maybe I know Lafort was their manager, or maybe he was the. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say it was Sylvester Lafort, but I might be wrong. Yeah, I think it was. It was either Lafort as the partner or as the manager. I think it might have been Lafort. I don't remember, but he's so much better yeah. now with, with um with. Um, with Wilder as his tag team partner. So, RJ, your thoughts on the tag team match? Uh, I thought it was a good match. Uh, like I said, never see the mechanics on uh, NXT, really. So, uh, it's good to see them out there. Like I said, tough tag team. And uh, they, they put up a fight against Joe and uh, Balor, not like Enzo and Cass, who got pretty much buried in like two minutes last in the I think it was quarterfinals. They got, st- oh, it was bad. They were uh, losers. They looked like, they literally looked like losers. It was bad. <laughs> but, um... Good to see mechanics out there, like I said, put on a good match against NXT, two of NXT's brightest stars, and uh, <laughs> uh, I kind of figured that Joe and Balor were going to go far, so wasn't too surprised with the outcome. I like how they kind of sold the injury with Balor, but um, good match for what it was. Forgot to mention that the injury with Finn Balor, mm-hmm. they, they gave the heels a shot of winning. Yes. Like, traditional, old-school story, having Balor sell the knee injury, also going into the next match with Corbin and uh, Rhino, which we'll talk about in a couple minutes. Love that angle as well. Mechanics don't look like losers, and Balor and Joe pick up the next win, advancing in the tournament. So a very good opening match. After that, another semifinals match in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. My second favorite match of the night next to the main event, Shad Gable and Jason Jordan taking on Baron Corbin and Rhino. Now, before we talk about the match itself, I just want to say, as great as Gable and Jordan are, I really like the tag team. They've really grown on me of Rhino and Corbin. Perfect match for each other. All three of their matches, all four of their matches in this tournament were all very, very good. Them versus the Ascension, so much better than I thought it was going to be. Them versus Gargano and Ciampa, really, really good match. This match, amazing, which we'll talk about in a second. And then them versus Balor and Joe later on the night, another great match. So, love this team. Hopefully they keep going with it going forward. But, RJ, I'm going to let you have the floor here. Your thoughts on Jordan Gable. Jordan Gable. Yeah, Jordan Gable. And then um, Corbin and Rhino. Corbin and Rhino. Like you said, I think I thought it was, I thought, I think, I think it was the ma- match of the night, honestly. I think it was a little bit better than Bailey and Natasha. Oof. I'm not saying that match is bad, but it was just not as good as their takeover match. Oof. And the outcoming was so so uh, so easy. If Sasha was on NXT, it would be less predictable. So we yeah. already knew that Bailey was going to win. But still a good match. But um, this match, oh my goodness, had all, had all the spots. Had all the big moves. Chad Gable was great. The suplex on Baron Corbin was nice. <laughs> Love the suplex, uh, German suplex on Corbin. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Owen, uh, Jason Jordan had their parts. Nothing's going to touch the end of days on Gable. Oh, Stop my God. Stop it right now. Perfect. Caught. 
Right, one floor oh. right in the end of the days. Beautiful. Great to see uh, Corbin and uh, Ryan O'Wan. Like I said, they, they all their matches in the Dusty Rhodes Classic were good. Not even one of them was even bad. Not even close to being bad. No. Even one of the Ascension was really good. So, yeah. uh, like this, I like the tag team. Maybe, like you said, maybe they'll keep on going as a tag team. Like I don't know what they do with them. Well, Corbin go off by himself and do some singles. Ryan could kind of like be enhanced with talent as he kind of has been the whole time. But um. Good to see Jordan and Gable look strong in defeat against uh, two big guys like Corbin and Rana. But uh, I thought it was the be best in that ma uh, match of the night. And uh, just good for these four guys. Look great in the ring. And uh, just a good match. It's a great good. match. It's all you can say. It's great, great match. Nothing you can say. Great match. Breakout performance for everybody. Breakout performance for Gable and Jordan. Breakout performance for the returning Rhino and Baron Corbin, who have in the past have not been down on. But I've never really been high on Baron Corbin, especially when he's beaten jobbers every single week. He showed me nothing as a singles guy. But in this tag team, he has been very, very, very good. He's better when he's limited, and when he's in there with a guy that can work, like <clears throat> Chad Gable, you have great chemistry. The monster Baron Corbin versus the fighting underdog Chad Gable. The, the Black Hole Slam was really good, too. Killed him. I thought, I thought Gable died on that spot. Amazing. And let's not forget the best part. Lest we forget the best part of the entire match. Gable. 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 Great chant. What, Clark, what was the other chant they were doing during the match? I forgot about it. Save the Gable. Save the Gable. Love that chant. <laughs> so, I love Full Sail. That was a great chant, too. Uh, Clark, what were your thoughts in the match? Uh, six words. Chad Gable, Baron Corbin, Chaos Theory. That's, <laughs> that's all you need to say. Beautiful. That, that was the highlight for me in that match. That suplex, though. That suplex, though, was a great spot. Got that, that suplex, though, yeah. Incredible. And that... Of course, and the finish. End of the, days was ridiculous. End of days. My jaw was like on the Yeah, floor. I saw you. I thought you were mad because they no, lost. No, I was like, what the fuck did this happen? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, man. Just one, like I told you before, before we went on the air, one fluid motion. Just whoop, boom, hits him down. Clean, two, three. Crowd was a little disappointed they lost. They got up and they started clapping because they realized they just witnessed a fucking move of the year nominee. Yep. Great move. Great match. Really enjoyed it. Best. I would say I love the main event a little bit more, but this was still a great match. To each the round. We'll get to that main event in just a couple minutes. Um, before we get to the finals of the tournament, though, we had our first women's match of the night. The, debu the debuting Asuka taking on Dana Brooke. Um, a very good match. Like I said before, Dana Brooke has never really tickled my fancy, I guess is the word for it. <laughs> but, uh... You know, she's getting better. Her improvement is there. Still not a fan of the character. I think that's where she needs to improve upon. Mike skills. Basically every single area. But the touching of herself. The touching of herself. She needs to tone that down a little bit. But we got the tush of Emma at ringside. So that was nice, too. She, Emma is gorgeous. Love the emulation. Emolution, sorry. Uh, but, yeah, very, very good match. Asuka was the star of this thing. Very charismatic. Very good in the ring. She's a star on the rise. Had a great debuting performance. Dare I say better than any of the other call-ups when, like, the first matches of anyone in NXT. Usually it's a squash or, like, Hideo Tommy. They're just getting used to the, to the WWE style, whatever that might be. Asuka got it on night one. Um, so I was very happy to see that. Very good match. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, Clark, what were your thoughts on Asuka versus Dana Brooke at TakeOver Respect? 
Well, for that match being my first Oscar match, because I've never seen her wrestle before, I was like, I was really impressed with her. I was really like, like, like I can't really describe it because she was really good. She was really fat. She she strikes like, like really stiff. And yeah, I have no words really. No you words. Know, she, 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 yeah. yeah, same. I mean, I feel like I'm coming from the same boat, too, in that never saw a match of hers, ever. Like, I don't really follow the Japan stuff, the indie stuff, other than, like, Ring of Honor for the most part. So I've never seen her work before, but Night In thoroughly impressed me. RJ? I thought it was all right. I didn't, I didn't think she was as good as the praise she's been getting. She's all right. I don't know. I just think the issue with her is I just think she's going to go right in that same Japanese yeah. WWE treatment. And it's not like it's a good one either, people. No, uh, not good at no, all. No, they have the famous uh, Tensai come over from Japan, Ugh. you know, crushed uh, Japan for like six, seven years, and he was wearing lingerie in two months. So uh, <laughs> I just so I don't know. They really haven't done anything with the <laughs> Japanese wrestlers. Uh, Tajiri was easily the, the most, most, over, fam- everybody, most yeah. over and actually did something in his yeah. WWE career, but then you have like Funaki, Kenzo Suzuki, Yoshitatsu. Yoshitatsu. Freaking Tensai. Yeah, Yoshitatsu. They had all Yoshitatsu. these people that have come over from Japan. They've looked like idiots. They, they just they type them up to be all these good people, and then they just yeah. they fall flat. So uh, Such a shame. It'll, it'll be, we'll see what happens with Asuka. Um, good match. Beat Dana Brooke. Uh, I think everyone wanted to see her first, Emma, but Emma can't afford to lose right now. So, uh... Good match for Asuka and Dana Brooke lost, so nothing too bad. <laughs> Maybe in December we see Asuka versus Emma. That could be a very, very good match. Um, the thing is, the thing is, if you keep Asuka in NXT, you know, she'll be treated like a star. Yeah. If you put her on the main roster, you know, she'll be losing to Brie Bell with a dropkick, you know? <laughs> this is how it is on the main roster. Yes, and someone brought to my attention today, they're like, well, someone said, you know, that... Uh, that she lost the drop kick, like that's all Bailey needed to do was hit her with a drop kick to beat Charlotte after all these times of trying to beat her for all these years. But someone brought to my attention, and we'll, this is kind of bleeding into the raw review, and we'll get to this in a little while, that Charlotte was undefeated in singles competition in NXT for almost two years on televised shows, which is incredible. I never would have thought about that. Um, and then she loses last night, clean to Bella with a drop kick. But we'll get to that in a little while. As far as Asuka goes with the Japanese thing, you make. Great argument, both of you. Like you said, the Japanese talent, RJ, have never gotten above a certain level in the company. It's nothing to do with them. It has nothing to do with because they're too too Swiss or because they're too Japanese. You know, it has nothing to do with that, Vince. It has nothing to do with that. It's because of you, Vince, that these people don't get over. Because you know, I still think the crowd connects with them as much either. I think that's part of it, but I also feel like they also fall on their Japanese stereotypes. Like they're eating sushi kick. one day, or they kick. can't kick all the time too. Kick all the time. Uh, Japanese buzzsaw kick. It was Yoshitatsu's finisher, Tajiri's finisher. Hideo Tommy's a little bit different. Like uh, Hideo Tommy, I think can get over, but um, you know, losing to Big Show in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is not a step in the right direction. If I'll tell you right that right now, WrestleMania 31. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, we can't really judge right now because so far so good. She's only been here for one match, but like uh, like Clark said, I feel like once he, once she gets to the main roster, then it's going to be very questionable because I mean, so far. Sasha's still a star, but Charlotte and Becky, they're afterthoughts. They're afterthoughts. And Charlotte is the champion. That's how badly they're booking these women right now. Um, but Asuka, so far, so good. We'll have to wait and see and see if she can break that, uh, break that ceiling for the Japanese talent. 
So also right after that, we had Tyler Breeze versus Apollo Crews. My boy, the future World Heavyweight Champion, Apollo Crews. I'm a part of the Apollo Nation. RJ, what were your thoughts on the match? Oh, and, oh by the way, Tyler Breeze lost clean. That's another match. See Breeze job out again. <laughs> Same shit, another match. Uh, new Apollo Crews is going to win. Tyler Breeze is the job as usual. Guy is not, he's a he's a loser and <laughs> no one should give two shits about him. He's on NXT every freaking week, beats every no namer that no one gives two shits about. <laughs> and when it comes to a match that actually matters, he loses every freaking time. Yep. I'd love Tyler Breeze, but he's a loser. He's a loser. He just loses and goes back to his seasonal residence in Cairo, Egypt. Comes back to the next takeover, loses again, and it yeah. goes right back. Yeah, it's the Tyler Breeze formula. I never understood math in high school, but that is the one formula. That is the one equation that I will always understand. Win on NXT, lose a takeover. He wins, he's on NXT every week, and he wins every week. And then he goes to <laughs> takeover and loses every time. He's a loser. He's a loser. He's a takeover loser. Oh, uh, it was God. a good match, though. They work well together. Apollo Crews, like I said, is a star on the rise. But like I said earlier at the start of the broadcast, I feel like this match could have benefited from better build. I know they only had like a month and a half between specials, um, but Apollo Crews was just kind of beating no-namers before he you know, won this match, before he faced Tyler Breeze at the show. Um, hopefully the feud continues beyond this point. Tyler Breeze would have benefited, would have benefited from a win to keep the feud going. You know, have a, you know, throw something unpredict unpredictable in there. Apollo Crews would not have been hindered by the loss whatsoever, especially if Breeze had cheated to win or whatever. But... You know, keep on losing, the guy is not going to benefit at all. He's one of the most, if not the most, underutilized or misused guys in NXT right now. And he's always he's always coming in second place, always. They always use him to put over the incoming guys, whether it's Finn Balor, Hideo Itami, Apollo Crews. He's always being put over by the people that are coming in. And he's... It would be fine if he was like a Heath Slater or someone like... Or C.J. Parker. Or C.J. Parker, who is a loser. loser. A, the loser. He is the... Not a loser. He was the loser. C.J. <laughs> Parker was. But he's not. He has potential. This guy can be very, very good if they booked him accordingly. But because he loses all the major matches, people will never take him seriously. But, Clark, what were your thoughts on Apollo Crews versus Tyler Breeze last Wednesday? It was a pretty good match, you know. I mean, I like Apollo Crews. I like his look. You know, his in-ring ability is incredible. Uh, but, yeah, Tyler Breeze needs something that will get him to the top. Like, right now, he's just falling and falling and falling and falling. <laughs> and he needs to stop. So, uh, yeah, plus, you know, I, uh, I'm a fan of Tyler Breeze. I like his character. Uh, his in-ring ability is, is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, he needs something where he's not losing a takeover every time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They need to put him in the ring with somebody that he can beat. I know he beat Hideo Tommy yeah. for, you know, they had that feud for a little bit. And then he beat Hideo Tommy at NXT twice. But that feud lasted for RJ a cup of coffee. That feud did a couple a couple months ago. And then from there, he went on to lose to Balor. He went on to lose to Jushin Thunder Liger, who's not a full-timer, whatever. And then he lost, which was great, but, I mean, if the guy's not going to come back, then why did you have him lose? Whatever. And then, <laughs> then he loses to Apollo Crews. So the guy is a loser. But uh, good match, though. We get to the main event. Or, no, before the main event, sorry. We had Balor and Joe versus Baron Corbin and Rhino in the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Very good match. I still say the other tag team match was better, but this was also very, very good. 
Both teams work well together. Balor sells the knee injury. I thought James Storm would be announced as the mystery tag team partner. No such luck, but we will get him next Wednesday, though. Um, good match, though. Balor and Joe go over. They are the winners of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Cody Rhodes comes out afterwards with Dustin and the rest of the Rhodes family. Cuts a promo for Dusty. Great stuff. Great moment. Just great stuff all around. So, Clark, what were your thoughts on the finals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic? Um, I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. I was really more focused on Baron Corbin because, you know, he's – because I'll be honest, I'm a pretty big fan of the guy, but as a Eagles competitor, he's just not there yet. So he needs to have someone with him, kind of like Cesaro, you know. Like, he keeps on uh, he keeps on uh, getting deep pushed as a single competitor, but when he's with Jack Swagger – or Tyson Kidd, or in a tag team, you know, that's when he'll get the push. That's what Baron Corbin needs. Uh, he needs someone with him, just like Rhino. You know, he's a veteran. Keep Rhino with Baron Corbin. Teach him, at, because Baron Corbin is a rookie. You know, he didn't come up from the independents. Uh, he came in from the NFL, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the NFL. Yep. Uh, and then he comes into wrestling, so like just have the, the veteran Rhino with the rookie Baron Corbin, you know, teach him some stuff, and, you know, you'll have a star eventually in Baron Corbin. No, I like the but other than that, Oh, no, yeah, go ahead. Other than that, other than that the match was, was, was good. It was better than I, than I expected, so there's that. Yeah, exactly. It was a good match, and I thought, like I said before, every match from Baron Corbin and Rhino in this tournament was exceeded expectations. I thought they were all very, very good. Um, yeah. When it comes, I like what you said about Rhino and Corbin being a tag team, though, in regards to the student and teacher mentality that he can teach him a lot. And also in their tag team matches, Corbin was not pinned here. It was Rhino, so Corbin did not get pinned. I don't think he, the only time he's been beaten, I think, was when he lost to Neville earlier on in the year, and then when he lost, yeah, yeah, and then when he lost to Joe. I think is the only two times he's been beaten. So they protected him well, so they did a good job in that area. Um, but yeah, plus, yeah, go plus, ahead. Like- if you think about it, like one day when uh, Baron is seen as, you know, having potential as a singles wrestler, you know, you can look at it as the San Martino, the Fisco kind of thing, you know, teacher versus student. Student turns on the teacher. You know, uh, Baron Corbin turns on Rhino. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, they have history, yeah, too. They were rivals a couple months ago, so it makes sense once he eventually turns on him. Yeah. So maybe that's something that happens down the line. RJ, your yeah. thoughts on Corbin and Rhino versus Ballard and Joe. That was a good match. Um, like I said, I thought, like you said, you were saying, the baby face was probably going to win, so I thought it was a good match. Uh, like Talking about Corbin, I don't know. I think I think Corbin could go singles by himself right now. After his uh, feud with Joe, I thought he I thought it was one, probably his best match so far. No, absolutely. Easily his best match so far as a singles guy. Oh, yeah, but, I was going to um, say, other than this match on this show. But um, I think if they if they really want to, he could be one of the next challengers. Finn Balor is one of the top heels in NXT right now. But if they really wanted to stick him with Rhino for a little bit and have them maybe get a tag team run in there, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But um, that was good, and uh, good to see Joe and Balor win. Good match. Good moment for the Dusty Tag Team Classic. The main event, an Iron Woman match. 30 minutes for the NXT Women's Championship. Bailey defending against Sasha Banks. What can be said? A great match, great storytelling, great action, great character development, RJ. We talked about this last week. Great stuff all around. Best part of the entire match, Sasha Banks takes the headband of Izzy, parades around with it, makes her cry. 
like a true heel that Sasha Banks is, the true heel that the boss is. Just great stuff. I mean, there's really nothing much more I could say. I mean, I like like Clark said at the, uh, the start of the show, I like the Brooklyn match a little bit more. Not only because I was there, I just feel like it was more of an organic story with Bailey winning the belt. And like you said earlier, RJ, the ending outcome was a little bit predictable. Banks is gone. It didn't take away from the match. No. But um, it did, like, I don't know. I like the other match a little bit more. Still a great match, though. One of the best matches of the year so far. End the match. Bailey forces Banks to tap out in the final few seconds. Um, after a uh, 3-2 to two score, I believe it was. And then they closed out the show with Triple H congratulating both women. The roster comes out, giving them the flowers, giving them the applause. Great way to go off the show. So, RJ, your thoughts on the match? That was a good match. Obviously, now it's good to NXT uh, Brooklyn match. But, like you said, great heel heat. Taking Izzy's headband off, throwing it back at her, making her cry. Perfect heat for Sasha Banks. Perfect. Just proving the great heel that she is. And, uh, like I said, good match. I kind of wish it went to overtime, but that's just nitpicking, really. But um, good match. I like to see Triple H come out with the flowers. The whole whole roster come out clapping for them. They really deserved it. And uh, they're proving that women can headline a pay-per-view or a show. And I think that NXT is really showing WWE what they're really missing out on. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. About the uh, hashtag Divas Revolution, which we'll rant on a little trademark. bit. Trademark. Yeah, trademark. Well, culture. Um, but yeah, I just thought from start to finish, just a phenomenal match. A true heel, Sasha Banks is. That was a hilarious move. A hilarious move from Sasha Banks taking the headband of Izzy. Um, but yeah, just everything about it, I thought it was great. The story they told and everything. I mean, just like you said, nitpicking. The story I wanted to be told was that um, they pulled old Sean and Brett, which they talked about in the video package. Both of them have watched the match before, and they talked about it on Twitter in the weeks leading up to this match. I would have just had it be 0-0 until the end, go to sudden death until Bailey, Bailey finally wins. Um, the story they told instead, though, I feel like it's better the, the route they took instead is because it wasn't a complete copy of that first Iron Man match. It was something on its own. And what I love the most about this, and again, this is kind of just nitpicking and minor things, is that of the four falls before the finish, and I don't even think with the finish, the finish too, Bailey won with the armbar, I don't believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that any of the four falls were via a finisher. They were either Banks, I think, rolled up Bailey at one point. Um, Bailey might have won on countout or the other way around. She I, hit her with Bailey to Bailey one time, Tinder. Oh, did she? I think so. Oh, but at least with the finish, though, she didn't finish her off. She didn't finish her off with Bailey to Bailey, you know. I so, think the second fall was Bailey to Bailey. I think. Was it? I think. I think so. Yeah, I don't think it was. It definitely wasn't the first one. Um, so, at least they didn't go back to their finisher every two seconds, like, you know, hit an AA, one, two, three. Hit an RKO, one, two, three, AA. You know, just going back and forth would have been ridiculous. Um, so, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Clark, what were your thoughts on Bailey and Banks in the main event? Uh, like everyone says, it was, it was a great match. You know, absolutely phenomenal. A great wrestling clinic. Great story with it. Uh, Sasha really did some heel work, you know, because everyone you know, loves Bailey and loves Sasha, but, you know, uh, Sasha really kind of was, you know, messing with uh, with people like, hey, why are you doing that? And then you remember, oh, yeah, that's right. She, she's a bad guy, you, you know, with, mm. with stealing Izzy's headband. And, um, yeah, but I saw a tweet on Eddie's birthday as I'm scrolling through, and I saw someone retweet it, and someone said, uh, lied with a hug. Cheated with an eye rake, stole from Izzy, 
female Eddie Guerrero accomplished. And I was like, yeah, yes, yes. Love it. Love it. She's a huge Eddie Guerrero fan, obviously. And she is the equivalent to what yeah. Eddie Guerrero was for the women. Is a over as hell as the baby face, but when she needs to play a heel, a great heel Sasha Banks is. That's why she is Absolutely. the future. Uh, not only of, of women's wrestling, but I feel like of WWE, she can, she can be yeah. a major cornerstone going forward. The chick's only, what, 23 years old? Yeah, she's 22 or 23. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. She is the future. Bailey, too. All those women. If they can book them properly, that is. But anyway, really good way of going off the show. Like you said, RJ, they were very well-deserved slot in the main event. The women are. And um, hopefully they can continue the streak. We have not had a bad women's match on these special. We haven't had a bad special yet, period. But of all the women's matches that we've gotten these specials, from Paige and Emma to Charlotte and Natalia to Charlotte... Bailey to Charlotte Banks, the four-way in February, to Lynch and Banks, Lynch and Banks, Lynch and Banks to the match in Brooklyn, Banks and Bailey, and then to the rematch here. We haven't had a bad women's match yet, so I'm hoping December can continue that. Eva Marie will not be in contention for that belt. Who do you think it's going to be? Could it be? Emma? You know what I think? Oh, go ahead. You know what I think is pretty fascinating now that we're talking about Bailey and Banks. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but at the first ever takeover, you know, NXT takeover, uh, the dark match was Bailey versus Sasha Banks, you know? Was it really? Go, yeah, yeah, look, look it up. Wow. And then seven, six, seven takeovers later, they're main eventing takeover. So that's like a huge uh, thing for both of them, huge thing for WWE, huge thing for wrestling. So Amazing. That's, yeah. This is incredible. I was looking back at Charlotte's win-loss record, and like the first match she had in WWE was against Bailey. Her second match against Sasha Banks. These four women—I mean, Lynch came a little bit later—but all four of these women are the cornerstones of the women's division in NXT. But who's gonna be it? Takeover. Bailey's opponent. I'm thinking Emma. I'm thinking Emma too. Yeah, I don't know who else you could build up. Even Marie is. She's not a loser. She's won all of her matches. She just sucks in the ring. Carmella, no. Carmella. Alexa Bliss. Maybe. Maybe. I could see She's it. She's the only other heel you can think of right now. Yeah, and Blake and Murphy won't be doing anything. They'll be standing on the sidelines again. Alexa Bliss. Blissful, baby. Blissful. She, she's too bliss. <laughs> Alexa Bliss is just too bliss. She's not going to get a title run. <laughs> she's too red hair. Too red hair, Banks is. Too red hair. That's what it is. That's why she's not going to get any further in WWE. She's too snoop. To Snoop-a-loop. To Snoop-a-loop. <laughs> Loved it. So, RJ, overall impression of TakeOver. <laughs> uh, it was a good show, and it killed Raw by, like, 100. <laughs> Out of 10, what would you give it? Uh, probably an 8. I would. That's what I was thinking, too. 8. Solid 8. Cruz and uh, Brooke, that match was... Those matches were eh. Yeah. The other matches were good enough to keep it up at an 8. Agreed. Very much agreed, Mr. Marceau. And, Clark, what would you rate it out of 10 and your overall thoughts on the event? Eight and a half. Ooh. Ooh, not going up there with the point five. Clark, explain your rationale there. Um, uh, the second match of the night. The which uh, match? Gotta give points to, gotta give points to my boy Chad Gable. Oh, okay, Ready okay, okay. I would give it an extra point five points too, just because of that one spot. For that one spot, that one end of days. I'll just keep it at eight. Yeah. Keep it at eight. That's what boosted up from a seven point five for you to an yeah. eight. <laughs> Where's that gamble move? But yeah, any more thoughts on the show, Clark? Um, 
it was wonderful, and that's all I have. Hey, we love wrestling. It was a reminder as to why we love this shit. Love NXT. Yeah. Love NXT. We talked about the special last week, RJ. Brought a tear to my eye watching that. What, the NXT one? The NXT Don't one. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. I'm going to start crying right here in the air. It's beautiful. I'm going to go back and watch it again. You wa- <laughs> I know you watched it after the special last week, after NXT. I'm going to go back and watch it again when I get back after the show. Watch it right now when we're doing the show. Oh, man. Love NXT. RJ, I already bought your ticket. You're going to NXT with me next year. Am I? Night before SummerSlam. You're going. Buying John a ticket, too. They're, you guys are all going. I'm going to buy everyone. I'm going to buy a Clark a ticket. I'm going to buy everyone a fucking ticket to go to NXT. Take yeah. Yeah. See, Clark, you're in. RJ, you're in. We'll buy we're going. We're, we're going. We're we, going. We're going. We are. Rose night. Rose night. <laughs> Rose night, indeed. RJ, you're in. Okay. You're in. We're all in. John. Clark, RJ, myself, the four horsemen of NXT. How about that? Four horsemen. There you go. Love it. Chad Gable, AJ Styles, and James fucking Storm in the main event of next year's special. Calling it right now. I am putting money on it. $20 right here on the table, RJ. I know you can't see it, but it's there. And uh, that's the main event I'm going with for next year's TakeOver special. got Got any predictions, RJ, as to what we might see in the main event next year? Dana Brooke versus Carmella. How about that? Carmella. Dana Brooke. <laughs> okay. What's your What's your prediction, Clark? Dana Brooke versus Carmella versus Eva Marie for the NXT Women's Title. Hashtag, book it. Close that takeover, RJ. Yeah. What's your hashtag for the week? Hashtag sign Johnny Wrestling. Sign Johnny Wrestling. Please, man. Please. Vince, Triple H, anybody with a, <laughs> with any authority. Kevin Dunn, please. <laughs> <laughs> Love Johnny Wrestling. Like I texted last week, I know you you tweeted or you texted me the picture of the report, like he's coming close to signing a contract to wrestle the tapings. The guy is, and I don't say this for many people. Only say it for Finn Balor, say it for Sasha, and say it for, for Apollo Cruz. For Apollo Cruz, Johnny Gargano is a. Star, Star. waiting to be born has not. He, Balor, Cruz, and Banks are there. Gargano is a star with like five hours in the end of it, <laughs> waiting to happen. Love it. So I hate to end out the show on like a poop note here, but we'll talk briefly about Raw because this is a wrestling show after all. So we got to talk about Raw. <sighs> what is there to say about Raw? I'm so glad you I missed. You, the show you don't even have to go over the. You don't even have to go I'm not over, going over the no, All right, not, I'll just no. I'll just spitball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte lost clean to Brie Bella. I was <laughs> shocked as hell. Uh, let's try to think. Uh, Sasha Banks didn't wrestle. Um, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns was a terrible match and ended in a countout. Yep. Who cares? Oh, main end with the main event though. New Day beat Ambrose and Orin after Orin hit Ambrose but didn't tease tension. Next. <laughs> um, what else happened? Trying to think. Bruce Evans Summer Rae storyline dropped. Oh, and, awful. And Ryback squashed him in like two minutes. Awful. Uh, oh. By the way, Neville is a... Neville lost in 20 seconds to Barrett and Sheamus. <laughs> Loser. Um, I'm trying to think what else happened. Cena beat Ziggler after Ziggler hit him every move in, in his arsenal. No Cena point. beat him clean with an AA. Um, and then Owens and Kalisto is the Owens last Owens squashed Kalisto. Not surprised. That was good. Um, <laughs> then that's it. The main oh, event. Nope. Dudley's beat the Ascension in oh, a 37-second right. match. I forgot about that one, too. Um, besides that, and then uh, Kane beat all the heels up. Ate a KO punch and still beat Rollins clean with the tombstone. <laughs> and a lumberjack. And match. a lumberjack who gives a shit match. <laughs> and the lumberjacks are all scared to touch Kane. Oh my god, it was so bad. It was awful. 
So awful. bad. Not a good show at all. Like, let's yeah, let's no. make uh, Rollins no. vulnerable. Grant. Let's let him lose every fucking match. <laughs> what was that, Clark? Grant, when you messaged me this morning saying, hey, uh, you want to come on the show? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I realized, oh, I got to watch Raw, don't I? And <laughs> I did it last night, you know, voluntarily, because, you know, Raw has been has been going down in the toilet as yep. of late. Yep, yep. Uh, first first time I've watched it in like two weeks, by the way. Uh, wow. But, but yeah, uh, I watched it and I was like, oh my gosh, can, can this, and like, like I ended it at the Kevin Owens Kalisto match. It, it was <laughs> It was fresh. Yeah. I didn't mind that match was fresh, at least. At least Owens won, but after Yeah, the, yeah, that is true. You know. I was like, I was like, well, well, there's my main event. Kalisto yeah. main event is raw. Yeah, good job. <laughs> there you go. So first and foremost, I'm sorry I had to put you through the punishment of watching Raw. <laughs> even though it was like I had to watch it back later that night. I, like, I didn't even watch it live and it was still bored out of my mind. Oh, man. The best part of the show was New Day rocking out to Rollins' theme in the main event during the Lumberjack match. Fist pumping Big Show. You. That was great. I saw on Twitter, so. Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, it was all over Twitter today. And then um, John Cena dancing with, uh, with the anti-Cena fans in the front row before his match. Was, yep, I saw that. That was classic. Love that. Um, that was great. Hilarious. Love love that. But everything else in this Raw was a hot, steamy poop. Raw was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. As Adam Rose would say, it was hot, steamy poop. So It's just ridiculous. Like, who books Raw, Raw doesn't want a match and does nine champions. He doesn't even want a live event. That belt is like a piece of plastic. He loses all the time. Like I said, okay, okay, look vulnerable. Maybe lose once in a while. They'll lose every damn match. Because everyone that even care like a casual fan just watches Raw and he loses or gets beat up every week. Yeah. So why and they give away the fucking match and then fucking hell is self and <laughs> yeah, free. And Kane beat him clean for God's <laughs> sakes. After he got beat up by the big show and the new day, comes in and still beats him clean. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's I don't ridiculous. care about the swearing. Raw Oh my god, the Korean Wallace. team is so bad. Yeah. They have this Divas Revolution. They have Becky Lynch sit there as Freaking Charlotte's lap dog. <laughs> they have Alicia Fox wins more matches than Becky Lynch does, for God's sakes. You know, freaking Paige and Natalia, no one gives a shit about. Awful. They should have Paige versus Becky Lynch to make any sense at all because she turned a PCB, but you know, that makes too much sense. <laughs> and then they have Charlotte lose clean to a missile dropkick by Brie Bella, people. <laughs> clean, no distraction, <laughs> no dirty tactics. Beat Charlotte clean. clean in the ring, <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. Show fucking ridiculous. Was they Rusev losing clean just pissed me off too. That was the whole. That was the worst. The, that, the segment last week on Raw was gold, and they then they had to acknowledge that him and Lana got engaged, and then it's like. Just, oh. The fact that Summer Rae broke up with Rusev wasn't the worst part because you had to see that coming. The worst part was how she was like, "So you got engaged to Lana?" And he's like. Yeah, completely ignoring the fact that everything for... Like, I don't care about you breaking up with Rusev, Summer. I care about why they're back together to begin with. In storyline, like, we all realize that they've been together for, like, five years in real life. But in storyline, how the fuck does it make sense that they're back together? Lana has been off TV for, like, a month. Rusev and Lana, she, he was calling her a fish on TV for every single week. So where is the logic? Where, where is... I'm missing something, RJ. You're mi the thing you're missing is they get engaged last week just to nullify it. <laughs> and just like, oh, nope, guess not anymore. And guess then not. Fucking... Hey, they have the Rusev Lana wedding on Raw. We can chant, get up, rain up. Seriously, they better. They need a wedding now. I need a wedding, WWE you know wedding. You know what they'll do it? At TLC, baby. We could do it at TLC. I would love it. Crash it. They don't even need Rusev. I'm, I'm the best man. I'm the best man at the wedding. <laughs> 
What was that, Clark? Uh, what I found hilarious was uh, during Cena's Ziggler match, a guy proposed to to his uh, to his girlfriend. Oh yeah. And, and it, it was funny because you know Cena and Nikki are aren't gonna get married or anything, so it was kind of like ironic but hilarious how when that happened, it's like it's like you know oh thanks for for uh, proposing during my match, guys. That that's really gonna boost Nikki's confidence. That's for sure. <laughs> thanks. Probably got a near phone. They stopped the match, too. Yeah. And, like, thanked them. Like, oh, my God, Cena, you're fucking awful. I loved it. I thought it was yeah. good. Good moment. But apparently John Cena doesn't watch Total Davis. Doesn't watch the show. Didn't see that Dolph Ziggler was cheating it's on his girl. Work. No one cares. It's work. Yeah. No, no, don't tell me that, RJ. Oh Total Davis to work? No. Tell me Santa's not real. What the fuck, dude? Come on. Don't ruin the magic for me. You're telling me. You oh, were telling what? me. You, I, I, see, Clark's oh, surprised, too. You're, you're, I'm surprised, what too. RJ, you... Tell me this. You're telling me that Dolph Ziggler didn't put his job at risk in talking to John Cena's girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. What? 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 RJ, what's up with that? Fucking stupid. The show sucks. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're the Re- worst people on it. Worst. What I they would... really need to do is get rid of all the shitty divas that no one gives a fuck about. Talk about just the, the guys. Ex- no. Just push the real dub women wrestlers. <laughs> like, you started watching Alicia Fox and freaking... Natalia and Naomi and Tamina and all the other people that no one gives a shit about who've been in the company for the last five years. Yeah. Push that divas that people actually give a shit about. Why is Alicia Fox on that show? Why is Rosa Mendes? That's seriously on that show? why. Why is Cameron on the show? <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. But on the bright side, if I send in a request to WWE to have them host the wedding between Rusev and Lana at TLC, maybe you can be the best man and maybe you can wear your custom made Ruru t shirt. How about that? Because it's still coming along, right? Your Ruru t-shirt? The Greta come. I, I, I need the jacket. You need the I need Ruru. the Bulgarian jacket. <laughs> WWE Shop, get on that. Get on the Bulgarian jacket. But before we go off the air here, uh, RJ, you got the spotlight. The top five and top top five losers and top five winners of the week. So we'll start with the losers and then with the winners. we got to end on a positive note here, RJ. Okay, for f- losers, number five. Five loser of the week. Seamus. Seamus. Seamus, <laughs> big loser this week. He's a loser. He's a big loser my, this week. You know, just wins a match that no one gives a shit about. <laughs> so he's he's a loser. He's number five on the list. Number four, the Ascension. The Ascension, Ascension lose again oh. clean in a big, big, big squash match. Biggest to losers. The Deathly Boys. <laughs> my number three loser of the week goes to... Rusev. Rusev loses in a three-minute squash <laughs> match to Ryback and gets broken up with and kills all storyline. Yep. Loser. loser. Number two. Yep. Naomi. Naomi's a loser. She's a loser, people. She's on Raw, loses all the time, and the people just want Sasha. No one gives a shit about Naomi. Yep. And number one. Anyway, before honorary mention to Charlotte, by the way. Charlotte is an she's an honorable mention on the loser she's list. She's an honorable loser. She's week. an honorable loser of the week. But number <laughs> one, cemented as number one. There has to be like catastrophic happenings to get him off number one on the loser list. Neville. Neville. Neville is the biggest loser in WWE right now. It sucks. It really sucks, dude. He could win 30 matches. It does. Give a shit about him. It really, it's really unfortunate. Last week, like, Sheamus, he has a cool entrance and he gets fucking beat in 20 seconds. Who yeah. cares? Kevin, du- Kevin Dunn last week goes to Sheamus, call Neville a loser. Call him a loser and then beat him <laughs> in 30 seconds. Vince, beat him in 30 seconds, damn it. Beat him in 30 seconds. Call him a loser. Yeah, call him a loser. 
Then he loses last week to Sheamus in 30 seconds. Best part, here comes the punchline. He loses again this week. Clean. We didn't watch. We, we taped last week's show before SmackDown. Lost to King Barrett on SmackDown. Clean. The guy is a loser. No one oh. cares about him. He's a oh. loser. God, he is a loser. Love Neville. I hate that he's a loser. Sucks. But a loser. He is a loser. But we will end on a loser. Loser. They, see, Clark knows. Clark, Clark knows. Loser. He yeah. knows that he's a loser. He knows that Neville is yep. a loser. But we got to end on a power of positivity note, people, with the top five winners. The five, top five winners of the week going number five. Didn't even wrestle last night. Sasha Banks, baby. Woo! Red hot with that Woo! Chicago crowd, baby. Number five on the list. We want Sasha. Exactly. We want Sasha. Number four, Demon Kane. De- or oh. Corporate Kane. Oh. All over Raw. Beat Seth Rollins. Kane. <laughs> in the main event of Raw. Big winner this week on my winner board. Yep, Number yep. three, KO. Kevin Owens. Oh. Squashes Kalisto. He's a winner. After squashing Sinkar last week. Another big winner. He's always winning. Number two. Graham's going to love this one. Uh-oh. Team Bella, number oh, two on the ooh, winner list. Ooh. We had Nikki win, and uh. we had Brie and Alicia Fox win. Uh. On Raw, Brie Mug, number <laughs> two on the Brie list. Mug. And number one, New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day, hey, number yeah. one on my winner's board this week. <laughs> they beat Ambrose and Lena Orin clean on Raw. Just another good week for the New Day, entertaining in the main event. New Day, number one win of the week. Hey, they are winners. Winners. They are winners. Winners! winners. Clark knows. Clark knows. Positive power of positivity. There he goes. Clark knows who the winners and the losers are here on WrestleRant Radio. The ultimate loser, Neville. The ultimate winners, New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. See, Clark's in on it. We're all in the power of positivity. But before we go off here, Clark... You got the stage, my friend. Plug the Twitter, the Facebook, the MyFace. Periscope. Periscope. Vine. Whatever you got. Microsoft Word account. Your Skype. Your OVU account. My PowerPoint account. Your PowerPoint account. Anything. 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 Your your address, your phone number, your social security card number, everything. <laughs> what, what do you got for us, Clark? All right. So my Twitter is at GableGuy underscore Clark, as well as my Instagram. Go follow me there. The the uh, code on my TV is somewhere, and I can't find it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What, what else? The number of the Pizza Hut is 316 <laughs> I'm not going to name the rest off. There we go. I'm calling Pizza Hut. There we go. Pizza Hut is great. New Day is awesome. Follow him on the Twitter. He is the Gable guy. That's underscore right. Clark. He Gable is a future world champion. Future world champion. Hey, ready? Ready, willing, and Gable. Gable, there we That's right. Beautiful. So, RJ, your shout-outs. What, what do we got here? Is my Twitter again? What is your Twitter? I don't know. Is it at RJ underscore Marceau? Follow now. I think that's what my Twitter handle is. And... Uh, also, exceeding 200 followers, Mr. RJ Marceau. Congratulations. Am I? I think... What? Am I? You did. I checked before. It's a big milestone. Only you care about that stuff. Hey. It's great. And then uh, hashtag sign Johnny Wrestling, baby. There we go. There we go. Sign Sign Johnny Wrestling. Sign Johnny Wrestling. But before we go off the air here, one more time, we'll have, I'll do the the first part of the ready, Clark do the willing, and you got the gable, okay? All right. Okay. So, okay, here we go. Ready, 
Willie. And Gable. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Right here on Wrestle Rant Radio. So, before we go off the air, Clark. There you go. Gable. Ready, willing, and Gable. So, before we go off the air, Clark, thanks a lot, dude, for joining us. Been a great time. Hopefully, we can catch you down the road. And um, continue loving wrestling. Wrestling is life. So you I can too, say, brother. Thank you for having me on. No problem, man. I'll catch you down the road. All right. You too, buddy. See you, dude. RJ. We are ready. We are ready here. Let's go. Next week, next Tuesday night, if we're going live, we will be on live. 365. Oh, RJ, where are you going? Live365.com backslash stations backslash CCT. Boo. Already did it. Already did it. Fine. Won't do it. It is Tuesday nights, though, at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 Central time. And for me, you guys Five Western time, Mountain time. There you go. For the people over in Japan, you can go over and listen to at like 2 a.m. in the morning if you want. You can. We got a lot of Japan listeners, I know. I looked at the I looked at demographics, okay? So you guys can follow me on the social media at WrestleRant on the Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Graham.gsm.matthews. Don't forget those dots. It's not Graham GSM Matthews, it's Graham dot GSM dot Matthews. On the YouTube at youtube.com backslash C backslash Graham GSM Matthews. No dots in that one, RJ. And finally Listen to the website, check out the website, and listen to the shows on the website at nextairwrestling.net. So next week, we're previewing Hell in the Cell. have no idea who we're going to have on. Probably some big-time guest. I'll let you know, RJ, before then. The rest of the audience, the rest of the WrestleRant Radio universe will find out next Tuesday night as we preview Hell in the Cell, review Monday Night Raw, and everything else in between. But in the meantime, folks, have a great rest of your night. I'm Graham G. Matthews, and we'll catch you down the road.